0: Hello, welcome to the Great Gundam Project. I'm Em. I'm Jackson, and we're here to talk about anime. Anime, Jackson. Have you any? No. I also have not watched any anime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't watched any anime. Things are very busy right now. Star
0: Trek Discovery is on. We cannot <laughs> Still. watch. Still, I keep wanting to. I just don't have enough hours in the day. If if y'all want to fund the Patreon enough for me to quit my job, I will watch some fucking anime. Oh. If we don't have to, like, do other stuff, the amount of dumb shit that we would do would increase by a dramatic amount. Oh, my God. It would be obnoxious. There would be more podcasts than you could listen to. There might already be more podcasts than someone can listen to. I don't
1: think we'd do more podcasts. I think we'd do more other stuff.
0: Mm, I would probably do at least two more podcasts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you cannot be. I mean, I guess you're already going to be doing at least one more podcast.
2: Yeah.
0: I would probably actually try to get a comics podcast off the ground for one. Yeah,
1: I'd start trying to force myself to do video stuff.
0: We would do three episodes of Gundam a week. Oh,
1: ooh, hold on now.
0: <laughs> Since we don't have any anime to talk about, and we have a big long Final Fantasy X podcast recording immediately after this one, let's just get into the Gundam. Hit the music. Are talking about episodes 17 and 18 of gundam if you're watching on the blu-rays that is episodes 16 and 17 those numbers thanks. will be off forever and forever because of thanks. episode 15 thanks gundam yeah episode 17 amuro desserts is that what that's yes. called in yours okay good. it is called amuro desserts okay good <laughs> Amuro's reverse engineering new battle tactics with the information they've recovered from the capture Zaku, increasing his ability to fight. Meanwhile, Bright attempts to interrogate Kuzan, but he doesn't believe that Bright is actually the captain of the White Base because he is, like everyone else, way too young to be running a superweapon. Meanwhile, Rambaral talks about his desire to provide for his family and his men being the reason he took the dangerous and some would say stupid assignment to avenge Garma's death. Kazan breaks out of his cell and offers to break Sayla out, assuming she's a Zeon soldier, but she calls uh, she calls out to everyone as Kazan runs away in the white base. This comes at the worst possible time as everyone is out with a fight with Zeon forces. They task Sayla herself with tracking him down, giving her a gun as they let her out of prison. She finds him in the radio room, sending intel to Rambaral, but he runs away with her in pursuit. He nearly escapes with a jetpack, but Sayla's pursuit and a well-timed bazooka shell ends Kazan's escape for good. Meanwhile, in the fight, Amro insists on leaving with the gun tank, talking to Hayato that Bright doesn't actually understand the capabilities of their joint mobile suits and is too willing to rely on the Gundam when other weapons might work better for a given situation. He's immediately overwhelmed, though, as Goof's forces emerge, summoned by Kuzon's call, and the Goof is back in battle. Amaro is forced to retreat to the core fighter and gun cannon take up the fight and he transfers the Gundam under heavy fire Amaro in the Gundam arrive just in time to save Kai and the gun cannon from goofs energy whip, but finds his new computer data is absolutely useless compared to the speed <laughs> and maneuverability of the goof. Fire from the White Base damages the goof, and Rambara retreats instead of getting his ship owned, leaving Amuro to reflect just how much big-picture tactics he has left to learn. It's back to the drawing board as Amuro dozes off his console, only to overhear Bright and Mirai discuss having Ryu take over piloting the Gundam instead of this sad, obnoxious child. Amuro, convinced he'll never be cut out to be the soldier everyone expects him to be, takes the Gundam and leaves the White Base in the middle of the night, retreating to the darkness, alone.
1: It's a big episode. It's a
0: big episode. Now,
1: point number one, is it the goof or is it the gauf? It's the goof. They say goof. I was listening. It's the goof. It's the goof. Oh, that's even dumber. I was like, <laughs> oh, it's the gauf, because it's clearly not the goof.
0: It's the goof. They say goof. <laughs> After our Char incident, I'm listening to what they're saying, and they say goof. Okay. Well, the
1: goof. Ramborell in his goof. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no. Ron Baral is just a working dad. He is the most friends-at-the-table character in this show. He's like, oh, this job's dumb. I know. It's dangerous. but And I don't want to get wrapped up in the zombie family bullshit. But if I do well... My, I do good. My wife does good. My, f- my, like, uh, my employees do good. My whole team gets raised up if we can take out this stupid white base. So I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get it done. I'm Robert the Gundam so dad.
1: Yes, I love him. I love him.
0: Yep. It's sad that to... he's undoubtedly going to eat it in like six <laughs> episodes.
1: Oh, he's cursed to be the like villain arc of this yep. uh, of this show because he's just on the wrong side. But he doesn't really care about the fucking Zabi family. He's just got a job to do and he's looking out for his men.
0: Yep. I have the most important note in all nine episodes that we've done of this podcast for this episode, Jackson. Yes, you do. Do you know what it is? You told me what it is. No, I didn't tell you what it was. Is it not the
1: thing about the the cow? The cow? When the Gundam is wearing the thing.
0: Oh, no, that is not actually my most important note.
1: Oh, so you told me that. And that's
0: actually from next episode, not this episode. Oh, God,
1: you specifically told me that, saying... So, the timeline is, one, last night I got a message saying, do you have the same note as I have? Then, For- when I watched the episode, you immediately go, did you note this thing about the the oh, no, the no, no. I like. said
0: I said, when I watched episodes, I said, I have the most important note from episode 17, and I hope you have the same note. My brain did not... My brain assumed the connection had already been
1: made, so now I've forgotten everything that happened. What is the note?
0: Amuro walks in on Frau Bo getting out of the shower, and it is not played as horny, as leery, or anything. There I, is, like, a I naked know. lady, and the anime just treats Amuro's bashfulness as the point of comedy. It's very funny. <laughs> it's amazing. Anime was better before. <laughs> yeah. No, he walks in, like gets a bra in his face, and
1: immediately has a meltdown because he's touched a bra.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, like, the little girl's running around, like, naked, and the, the fucking took the faucet off the sink, and so she's like, fix it, Amro, as the sink's flooding, and Frabo comes out of the shower and just has her hair wrapped and is otherwise naked. And Amro immediately just turns red in the face and is like, oh gosh, I don't know how to handle any of this. And I guess I'm gonna
1: fix this sink now. And now like,
0: just fix the sink. Yep. Yeah, and it's just played as like a like a nice like human moment and not like oh, the lady's naked and the boy's nose is bleeding. Bullshit. And it's so nice to be watching anime before it was ruined. It's.
1: I mean, everyone really they really liked this moment, so they took it to the extremes in all the worst ways. In every, in every anime that's ever been made. <laughs> <laughs> every single anime that's ever made since has had this scene, and it's always been the worst. God, you're right. I didn't even... I was just like, oh, this is a good scene. God, Amra's an idiot. Uh, but I didn't, like, point to how momentous the fact that this just exists in a show is. Yep. Because <laughs> that... D- d- it's not allowed anymore. Even the good anime. Like, they're not going to do anything like this without, you know... Uh, having it a little bit too much
0: uh the thing that happened to you is the exact same that happened same thing that happened to me and that you tweeted about and i was like yep this exact thing happened to me is that the episode opens with the mid-air gundam docking from the last two episodes to the point where you thought for a second you were watching the wrong episode of gundam <laughs> it's literally the scene from the last episode where he's
1: doing the the docking and like it's just the dialogue from that scene there's no voiceover and then yep. at the end of that scene the voiceover comes in and goes like "Ah, uh, the young crew trains uh, uh aboard the white
0: base and you're like god
1: fucking damn it dude Yep, it's I actually. I think. I
0: think it's the footage from episode fifteen, which okay. I guess lends credence to the fact that they're like, "Nah, we are not going to use this."
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. It's just a weird choice. I mean, it, like, it comes from a place where you wouldn't be watching a wrong episode because who has episodes on hand?
0: Yep. Uh it reaches like its nadir in the opening of the next episode, <laughs> which is used <laughs> in the dumbest way possible.
1: Oh, we can't redo the thing, even though the circumstances have changed dramatically.
0: Yeah, no, next episode opens with, i uh, was just getting a little ahead of ourselves, it opens with this exact same footage, but then the narrator's like, this sort of docking is something Almer will never do again, as he's left the white base, and it's so <laughs> dumb. Yeah, we just had to rewrite it somehow. Nope. Uh, it's pretty good so kuzan escapes and is like the most like competent man we've seen in gundam outside of shar i guess uh in 17 episodes
1: all of his decisions are like logical and they follow an actual like form of intention and caution it's like okay i have to send word back to
0: uh zeons about what is on this ship that is the first point of call uh this is what happens. Like the Earth Federation, all of these like kids are really competent, but all of the soul, like the actual officers are obnoxious assholes. And Zeon, uh, again, soldiers, super competent, everyone in charge, mustache twirling villains. <laughs> yep. I wonder if this is saying something about sides of war. <laughs>
1: I've no idea what it could be saying.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, he manages to radio back. He manages to grab a 70s jetpack and almost get out. And then, uh, like, he's locked the door to the airlock, and Sailor's firing on the door. And then what happens? A dude runs up with a bazooka, and immediately owns him by shooting the door. And then the door hits him in the ass on the way out, and he just flies out into the darkness, totally destroyed.
1: Uh, and, And it has a, like, shot of him, like there's two shots there's one shot of like the you see his expression as the explosion hits behind him and he goes into space he's like whoa (laughs) and then the next shot is just him tiny against the backdrop of the nothing to which he has been cast and i was like looking at my screen just going fucking owned owned kazon
0: destroyed rip yeah no i mean he got he got he got all of the intel away like he knows exactly what's on the ship he's like man the ship's run by children it's weird (laughs)
1: Yeah, he and he yes, he, so he get all the intel out because he went to like the radio room first, and then after they realized this was being broadcast. Well, no, they don't even realize it's being broadcast. They realize there's someone in that room. Yep, because <laughs> they're idiots. Because no one on the White Base has done anything before. Uh, yeah, so he gets to, he gets destroyed. Poor on. I think you mean ripped. Uh, he gets yes, he, he gets owned. He gets uh, a variety of gamer languages that we have
0: ironically taken and claimed as our own uh but no one is owned or ripped more than Amro in this episode yeah because it opens with Amro being like oh i've got the data from the zaku i'm gonna plug into the computer i'm running battle simulations to show me how i can beat up zaku's even better than before i'm just gonna be he, awesome he is the most
1: like he's won three rounds of street fighter I, yep. now, <laughs> I now think that he can, like, go to Evo. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> uh, last episode, or I can't remember which, like, last week at some point, I think it was the second episode, we had the one where he was in the gun tank, uh, the gun cannon, which, by the way, I got yelled at on Twitter for my gun cannon
0: opinions. <laughs> yeah, the um, gun pol- cannon's cool, good, I'm glad someone's here to defend the gun cannon.
1: Yeah, no, Dre and Crass um, uh, were there to let me know that I'm wrong and bad.
0: Good. I, I need to see these tweets because I want other fellow <laughs> gun cannon appreciators
1: yeah, in no, my life.
0: I, I, hey, I, both of you, Crash Dre. Thank you very much. Uh, it's a good. It's a good mobile suit.
1: Uh, yes. No. Uh, I I accept this, and um, <laughs> he's like, oh. I did this thing in this other suit. Surely we should be using the other suits more, because relying on the Gundam is like, it's a bad idea. They'll realize how to counter it. We have to do more
0: things. Amro Um, does not realize that he's in a Saturday morning cartoon in which you always have to bring out the Gundam.
1: You always got to bring out the Gundam. Not only do you always have to bring out the Gundam, but he always has to be in it. Like, this is a bad idea for experimenting. Don't you also have to follow orders because you're in a fucking military ship. But he decides, no, I know better. I'll be fine. I'm going to prove them all right, and it'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, and instead, what happens is the opposite of that, exactly. Well,
0: yeah, no, because he he read The Art of War, and he knows how this works. He's like, oh, I'm going up against a base. I need to use a tank because a tank is better than a mobile suit against stationary opponents. Not realizing that the base is also surrounded by mobile suits that will own him when he comes in a giant tank. Almost as if they know that their like, buildings are weak to tanks. Almost as if other people have also read The Art of War.
1: Yeah. Uh, the only one who hasn't is Garma. <laughs>
0: well, that explains a lot about Garma. It sure does. You know, he was too busy getting that portrait made of him.
1: <laughs> it's such a big portrait his entire bedroom. is come- I'm never going to get over the fucking portrait of Garma in his own room. Yep.
0: Yeah. But the goof shows up uh, and owns everything because that's what the goof does. It's a cool mobile suit. I like it so much. Yeah. The uh
1: the like whip um well I don't know what the name is for the, does that have a name or is it just are we just calling it the whip? It's
0: just I think it's just an energy whip.
1: Just the energy whip like grabs onto um uh Kai and the gun cannon and is like melting him. But, oh, this uh, is
0: like Amuro actually just cuts off the thing right? Like he cuts off the gun yes. cannon's arm to yes. save Kai. Yeah, that's really good. Uh,
1: but luckily, Amory reaches it just in time, and everyone is fine. And uh, uh well, everyone except Kuzon's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah.
0: Kuzon is the opposite of fine. Uh,
1: Ramburale is sad about having to escape, sad about losing one of his men. But I guess they get intel out of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, his whole thing is like his his uh, the goof is really good, but like the minute its joint starts seizing up because it's taking damage, he's like, nope, I gotta go.
1: Yep. No, he's he's not here to like press the issue uh that's how they get around the why do they keep fighting over and over again it's because ramoral is too uh cautious to risk things unduly um and then immediately after that uh bright's like okay first off you child you have to follow orders and <laughs> like,
0: do i do i really well and- Amro's was actually more like oh my projections my projections were terrible <laughs>
1: oh but my they said uh, the guide said <laughs> Yep. the guide said if i did down back forward it would it would counter any move from uh, the numbers the numbers the numbers the weapon, add up. The weapon triangle <laughs> <laughs> i was a higher level than him
0: yeah no uh
1: and then bright's like no no and no some more <laughs>
0: And so Amro's like, oh, I'm going to fix my projections and goes back to a computer and is dozing off. And then you get the great scene of Mirai and Bright just, like, standing there talking in the middle of the night. You assume that's what they do all the time. Like, they're just constantly having these little meetings because they are clearly a couple.
1: <laughs> There's a moment that plays that it's like Bright is trying to flirt with her and she's having none of it, though. I can't tell whether they're actually a couple yet.
0: No, I don't think they're actually a couple, but it's clear that these two are, like, going to be, if this war continues on much longer. Oh, sure. I just didn't know what, like... No, I don't think they they they're... I, don't, I I guess I don't know if they're actually a couple yet, but I read like, them as totally and, like, ship them hard.
1: Oh, for sure. But he, like, reaches out a hand to her and she, like, completely turns away to react to Amara and, like, wait, what was... Hang on. Too many things are happening... Modern anime yeah, no. would be way clearer about this, but that would suck.
0: Yeah. No, they were gonna—they were probably going to smooch, and then she saw Amaro there watching them, and it was like, nope, not in front of the kid. <laughs> yeah, not in front of this child. And then this Amaro's child. like, I'm not a child, and then immediately throws a tantrum, proving them right. <laughs>
1: I'm not. A, yeah. So he's like, oh, because the thing they're saying is just, okay, this is not going well for the kid. Maybe we should t- let someone else. And they're not even saying that he should be banned from the Gundam for eternity. Just maybe no, they should. should rest. They
0: should train specifically Ryu to help supplement being the Gundam pilot.
1: Because risking everything on this one child
0: all the time is not going to go well, and it continues to be bad every week. And of all the people who get in a ship and fight the bad guys, Ryu is like the most steady guy on Earth. <laughs> Oh, he's the best.
1: He doesn't have any, he's got no drama. Yep. He's like the one normie logging on.
0: Yeah, no, just uh, my beautiful big boy ready yep. to pilot the Gundam.
1: Yeah, oh, God, I love you. He's so good. No. So pure. Uh, and then Amaro just in the middle of the night just
0: uh, takes the Gundam and leaves, which you would think there would be measures against this. No, I mean, why would there? Like, who would take the gun? Who would be stupid enough to get in the mobile suit and fly off in the middle of the night? You would think that you would need more than one person to confirm, like, opening the doors of the launch bay. Nah. I would design
1: a ship like that.
0: Anyway, what we get instead is Bright being woken up in his underwear to run onto the bridge and be like, oh no, the Gundam!
1: (laughs) You get the beautiful shot of him, like, in the window. Arms and legs just like what like he's a goalkeeper or something. Yep. <laughs> and in his underwear as the gundam flies off. It's amazing.
0: Ah, oh, poor Bright. I know. Bright's gonna like go gray and be like 30 years older by the end of this war.
1: <laughs> yes, no, President Bright.
0: <laughs> the effect is real. Yeah. That's about it for this episode. I think we've exhausted it. <laughs> we sure have. So, just like we exhausted mm-hmm. Kuzon. Episode 28 is called, or not 28. Eight, nope, God, I no. wish we were at 28. You want to do that? Start again? No, I'm just going to go. Episode okay. 18 is the red hot Adzam leader. No, it's. Not, well, no, no. I told this you. Exp-
1: this explains why, because the episode's not called that here for, for me. It's called uh, The Enemy Z on Mine or something. Yep. Or Zeon's secret mine. So I couldn't I think it's remember.
0: Z- it's Zeon's Z- 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 secret mine. I looked it up and I was like, God, that is the opposite of what I have. But that
1: also led to the situation where I couldn't remember in writing the summary what the fucking weapon was called. <laughs> it's yep. called the Anzan. Yep.
0: So Cassilia's ship, the Guazine, departs from the moon en route to Earth. She's here to personally oversee Mikube's mining effort and make sure the White Base and Earth Federation do not interfere with Xeon resources. This is basically the opening of Return of the Jedi. Uh, which is pretty good. Amuro is deserted. Amro's hiding in the ruins of a city with the Gundam under a tarp back on the base. The crew discusses the reality that deserters are executed in times of war. Bo, reasonably upset by this gets <laughs> uh, in a Jeep and brings it and goes out to bring Amuro in herself. She finds him in the ruins, but Amuro gets in the Gundam and bolts immediately. She pursues only to catch up to him as he stumbles across a Zeon mine. Amuro assumes this is the target of the Odessa Day operation, but it seems really unguarded. Amuro asks Frabo to head back to the White Base to bring reinforcements while he, quote unquote, watches over the mine. As soon as she leaves, he attacks the base in order to prove his worth as the one true Gundam pilot. He wrecks the base until he's confronted with Makuve and Casilia in their new tank ship, the Odzom. It has a weird powder and electricity superweapon that overheats the Gundam, incapacitating it. Unfortunately, the Gundam is powerful enough to withstand the weapon until they blink before Amuro does. Deciding that they are going to escape to fight another day and blow up the base to get rid of all the information about their operation. Amro explores the wreckage of the mining base for intel, only to learn in the wreckage that this is not the mine they're looking for, but is instead a mining installation 102, a small outpost of Makuve's extensive operations. No! The white base arrives, only to find the mining base in flames and the Gundam long gone. As everyone discusses the repercussions of Amuro's rash behavior, Frau Bo gets back in her jeep and heads out into the waste, determined to bring Amuro back for real this time.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, Amuro, but the uh, the mine is in another mine. <laughs> <laughs> Amaro's, like, moment where he discovers, like, he finds a sheet of paper in this uh, burnt out mine that says, this is mining base number 102. And the exact line on the translation, for me, uh, was, so this mining base was just one of many? (laughs) And he throws it down and, like, he's got a big scream as he's in this, like, cavernous uh, room that was once a stairwell, but he has been
0: exploded by his own Gundam. Yep. Yeah, no, this is Amro being the most ridiculous. So Amro decides to hide the Gundam under a tarp, but the tarp is just a normal sized tarp and the Gundam is the Gundam. So what it actually means is that the Gundam's head is covered, but its legs are sticking out from between buildings on streets because the Gundam is enormous and it's the dumbest thing on earth. Uh, It's not well hidden. (laughs) No, it is not well hidden at all. This is not like the time where uh, Dawn asked him to hide the core fighter. No, (laughs) At least that had like some leaves Yep, Uh, And and so yeah He's just sitting there And then when he gets in the Gundam and sits up It does the thing where he sits up And then the, the sheet is like wrapped around the Gundam And me, I just want to point out This is the thing I care about greatly It looks like the Gundam for a second is wearing a cape And all mechs should be in capes Whether it's like Asuka's Ava unit When she shows up in Ava Whether it's Megatron in Transformers 3 I don't care, put your mech in a cape
1: I love that to you, like, two of the crucial, like, points of reference for the stylization (laughs) of mechs are, number one, uh, Oscar's Eva unit in uh, episode nine, and number two, Transformers 3's Megatron in a
0: a cape uh, in the desert, which, to be fair, that's fucking cool in that movie. We have not watched Transformers 5, but Transformers 3 is the best Transformers movie, so... Yes, I mean, it is. Is that a high bar? It's not a high bar, but... I'm just saying it's the best Transformers movie. It is. Das of <laughs> It means goodbye. <laughs> uh if you want to have a good time, sit down and watch Transformers three with your friends. You don't have to watch the others. In fact, I suggest you not watch the others. <laughs> no, there's if
1: there are a few good lines and moments in Transformers 3. There's only one in two. <laughs>
0: And 4 is a fucking terrible ass oh, movie. God. Oh my god. 4
1: is the worst thing you've ever seen. Anyway, that's
0: another that little sideline. Yep. So the Arm <laughs> shows up, and it's just a fucking Pikmin enemy, and it's amazing. God, it is! <laughs> Fuck! You know, <laughs> just this it's... ridiculous purple onion tank.
1: Oh, it's... The, the. I love the designs in this show. I know I talk about this a lot, but, like, last episode, specifically in the scene where uh, he's in the, um communications room and then the design of this tank as well like it's not very futuristic because it was designed in the 70s so you have like these weird analog machines because what else would there be like the 70s aesthetic is very
0: strong and very cool yeah no it's good this is uh the the tank is cool the weapon seems a little overwrought like if if you you know what the weapon does you just move out of the way of the powder and it's never going to work on you it's it literally is a one-shot weapon yeah but the minute your enemy knows that's your whole thing is you got a weird overheat cage, like, they'll just avoid it. It seems really easy to avoid. I can think of how you can... You just gotta lead
1: someone into a trap. That's just, yes, That seems like it's more of a trap weapon. Like, don't install it on ships. I would put that, like, in bases around, like, spheres that step up when you, like, step on the wrong thing. Yep. I could see uh, how this would work, but not launching it from your uh, attack ship...
0: The Gundam computer has a voice in this episode. I don't think we've seen that before. No. Uh,
1: it just sounds like Haru or Harrow.
0: Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, we're busy venting heat so you don't die. We can't do anything. We can't move. Yep,
1: because it, it, I think it's only there because usually those lines would be given to like a sailor or someone.
0: Yeah, no, for sure.
1: Uh, and we need these this information to be conveyed and we can't just have Amarod say it to himself. Yep
0: uh makube is the most boring villain but Cassilia's whole like when it's time to wreck shit i'm gonna pull my mask up over my face is hilarious and i love it
1: uh it's the the mask in combination with the dumb helmet
0: yeah yeah i know it's a it's a look there is a whole thing going on with her Makuve just sucks
1: it's like hello i am the evil general yeah hello i am what if uh yeah no exactly
0: (laughs) what if peter Lorre was like a fucking zeon general (laughs) yeah basically
1: I am Makuve. I control these mines. <laughs> I have the
0: mines here.
1: Yes. <laughs> Low-level fucking anime villain.
0: Yep. I didn't, uh, it's not in your notes and it wasn't on the wiki, so it hasn't come up yet, but they do mention that the mines are mining, like, a specific metal called, like, Solarum or something that they use like to It's build... like Solium? Yeah, that they use to build the, uh, all of the mobile seats and everything, so... Now we know. Though, like, two episodes, wasn't Makubi like, I can't let any of the zombie family know what I'm doing in these mines. So I wonder if, like, Cassilia's in on it, or if that's just a plot point that hasn't been picked up yet.
1: Um, I mean, we always knew that he was, like, under Cassilia. Like, that was that's true, true at the start. So, But is, perhaps- like,
0: Cassilia doing shit that the rest of the like, Zeon forces don't know? Or is he know. doing his own thing? Yeah. Okay.
1: Is this going to be picked up? Is this a thing that will get dropped? Who knows? It's the 70s. They could do both.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, that's fair, I guess. Uh, this episode is full of Amuro in casual wear in the Gundam, which is a great look. I-, I like it a lot.
1: Arrow in casual wear is always cool, but now we get him in casual wear inside the Gundam.
0: Yep. Just looking like a baby.
1: And then the preview for the next episode has him in a cape.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, less good than the Gundam in a cape.
1: Well, yeah, he's not a robot.
0: Yeah, no, robots and capes. Give me robots and capes all day long.
1: They <laughs> thought it was disguise, but instead it was robots and capes.
0: Yeah, no, yep. Uh, when Amro trashes the base, there is one moment of Amro just being the coolest in the world. Where like there's like this uh like anti-air gun firing yes. at him, and it goes to retreat underground, like within like a little blast doors, and he throws the shield down to like wedge the blast doors open, and then does like the Zelda two down thrust with his sword into oh, the gap does. that he made, he and does. it's amazing.
1: <laughs> and then like. The under the ground, you see the like force of the explosion, and it blows through the blast doors, uh, and the shield like completely undamaged just is thrown up into the air and like lands uh, vertically in the yep. ground for him to pick up, and it's a very cool Gundam. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, there actually haven't been that many like just cool ass Gundam like iconic images, and I like this one a lot.
1: Yep. I assume that that will happen more as the show goes on, just because of the animation budgets and stuff.
0: I just kind of yeah, I kind of just don't think of this show as like a heroic pose moment kind of show it's Uh, no weird yeah i'm sure we'll (laughs) run into the shows that are all about that and then be annoyed about it probably because uh as uh austin walker said uh in his in the waypoint stream the other day uh i'm about mobile suits fighting three mobile suits not a hundred mobile suits
1: accurate yeah oh we're gonna get the shows where it's one versus 100 mobile suits aren't we
0: yeah, one versus a hundred. We're gonna answer trivia about Gundam.
1: You couldn't remember the guy that hosted the show. No, so cannot. Not reference. at all. It's Chris
0: something, right? <laughs> it's Chris. <laughs> yeah, okay, <look at>
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> I was also thinking about it. I was like, oh, is that the joke I'm gonna make? No, you don't know. <laughs> no, I don't remember his last name. <laughs> this is what happens when you host a podcast with someone for fucking five years. You know. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh i think that's it for gundam this episode doesn't have a whole lot going on Amro's just a baby and sucks
1: one thing we missed last last episode that i wanted to reference uh
0: is the moment that the kids and harrow take out the uh kuzan oh right because like sailor's running after him and then he stumbles into the kids and the kids are just down to fuck this guy up
1: yeah they like home alone style kick out harrow as a bull, and then he immediately falls over
0: I'm so ready for the kids to do more in the show. I don't know. I don't remember if we get there. I just know they have moments like this where the kids are awesome. I I love them so much. God, I just realized
1: that with the time skips, we're going to get those kids growing up at some point.
0: Yes, we do get those kids growing up at some point.
1: Oh!
0: I will tell you that about Zeta Gundam. Do they still look
1: like that? It's not going to be
0: exactly what you want. They're not in it much from what I watched of Zeta, but they're there. Are they on model now? Because that'll make me sad. Um, They are more on model, yes. God
1: damn it! That's not...
0: Sorry. Uh, (laughs) That girl is not just a ridiculous cartoon character in a world of anime people when she's a teen.
1: I I love her! And (laughs) I think it's wrong to say that puberty takes that away from people.
0: (laughs) Well, look. uh, You understand. We're both non-binary. Puberty does take this away from people. It takes all Uh, joy and hope from you. (laughs) uh, Wandering Sun's a good show. I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: That's the show about uh, hitting puberty as a like trans person, and it's the worst thing on earth. <laughs> okay. It's very sad. It hurts this me. This joke it's... just flew over my yeah. head. So. Yes, no.
0: I rec- endorse that show. I oh, do. one thing I didn't mention. So, Frabo has been running around in a jeep this entire time, and in this episode, the jeep like goes over <laughs> yes. a ridge and then transforms into a hover jeep? Why don't they just use it in hover mode all the time? Well, she says, like, oh... I I must risk being detected as if it, like, gives off more particles. I don't fucking know. It like, <laughs> doesn't actually go higher. But, like, they were, like, meeting with that guy in the desert in the sandstorm, and he almost died because he took a jeep. His jeep could just fly in. I mean, he doesn't have a white-based jeep. Uh, I bet all the jeeps. Like, her jeep doesn't look any different than anybody, anybody else's jeep. Look, it, it, I cannot answer these questions. Also, it just transforms to a hover jeep in, like, the way the DeLorean does.
1: Yes, it does. Yes, it does.
0: Predates the DeLorean. Clearly, yeah. people who wrote Back to the Future 2 really like Gundam.
1: Uh, predates the DeLorean. Predates Return of the Jedi also, as you were referencing earlier. Oh, yeah. Year. No, no, <laughs> I know.
0: But I do like the is basically they're like, oh, we'll redouble your efforts. She doesn't actually do that, but it, I just read it as like she's here to make sure the construction goes ahead of schedule. <laughs> and that dude's just like, we need more men. <laughs> You just gonna do the scene now? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. We're, we're ending this podcast. We're done. Is we're we're ending it. Thanks everybody for supporting us. As always, uh, tell your friends. Uh, we will continue on next week with episodes 19 or 20, or if you're watching the Blu-rays, episodes seven, uh, 18 and 19. This is I dumb. Hate it. I, fucking I hate, hate it. 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 We sucks. might just have to just use the use the proper numbers. Yeah, I guess the only person it affects is me and anyone else who's watching it on a torrent, but. Oh, I, I would use the those numbers over the FUCK!
1: Fuck! This is the problem. Goodbye. Yep.
0: Yeah. Bye.
2: Amuro Amuro Furimukana Uchuno Kanatani Kagayaku Hoshiba. Amuro Amuro Oma Deta Furusato da 覚えているかい少年の日のあむろお前が捨てた忘れはしない男は寂しさ隠し者男は涙を見せぬもの見せぬものただ明日へと明日へと永遠